0: You're listening to the Tribe Nail Tech Podcast, where nail techs find inspiration and motivation to take their career to the next level. We welcome you here. Now, tribe up and slay your day. Here is your host, Becky Bunnell. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. I am your host, Becky Bunnell, for Tribe Nail Tech Podcast. Today, my special guest is Katie Hancock. Hi, Katie. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for saying yes and showing up today, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Katie is an author and of many other things, but she is the author of Start to Success. Yes. I love it. I love it. Let's have you introduce yourself a little bit. Tell me a little bit about you, about where you've been, how long you've been here, where are you living, like what's going on with you? Tell me a little bit about yourself. So
1: um, I started my nail journey in 2010, 10 years after I graduated high school and I was doing corporate background and I just decided life is too short and I wanted to do something that I am more... You know, you're excited to get out of bed to do, and that gives you excitement in life. Passion. And I was looking at what I was doing in my spare time. Passion is a perfect yeah. word for it. And I was painting my girlfriend's nails. I was like, come over, let's do pedicures. And I was looking at something where I could use school, like skills that I have. I wanted to go back to school because education is always amazing to learn. Like Our brain craves learning, at least mine does. Right. And so started researching nail schools, and I was like... You know, you, you check in with your inner self. And I was like, yes, this is where we're going. This mm-hmm. is where we go. And I remember across school because I was so excited that I was like doing something I was excited and passionate about doing. It was like a beautiful, bittersweet joy. Yeah. So I went to nail school in Murray and I, I did that whole thing, did my state boards. Right after graduating, I started building an in-home nail salon and I was super flattered by the school. Uh, Once I graduated, they actually reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to be a nail tech instructor for the school? And I got to, we'll skip forward a little bit later. I ended up going with my own inner vibe of doing my own in-home nail salon. And I did my own in-home business for over a decade and still do nails now. I love doing it. The interactions that I've had with people. I love the fashion side of things, being bold and fun and creative. About six years into doing nails as part of doing my nail business, you always want to stay on top of the industry and fashion is always changing and there's always new products coming out. So I did a lot of continued education. I actually got to meet Jan Arnold with C&D Creative Nail Design during my journey. Um, I got to be an ambassador to some extent and teach at different hair schools, cosmetology schools as a guest nail instructor and found I really enjoyed the mentoring side of it as well. As part of my passion from what I learned from school there was so much information that I thought oh I wish the general public knew this 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 is important information to know right. And so out of that passion I started a blog knowyournails.com and then I started you know getting into social media a little bit more created a Facebook page eventually within like the first year or two got a website together where it's all my pictures of my own work so that I didn't have to use like the image stock and stuff like that. Right. There's just so much pride when it's your own creation, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, about three years ago, I moved down to St. George. I love Southern Utah. I love the heat. And it's just a different vibe. Every city has its own culture. And it's fun to see how you ad- adapt and adjust mm-hmm. to find that niche, Right. And so that's kind of overall, in a nutshell, my nail journey. And then, of course, writing and and publishing the book, which I did just a few years ago. So I I think that the book kind of stemmed from the blog. I was finding more and more people looking for knowledge, looking to learn and grow and develop. And I thought, while the blog is great. I need to find a different modality to reach a a larger mass of audience. And so writing the book and the book is kind of all the stuff I wish I don't know how you feel Becky with your training and we can talk about it more but there's so much that I wish I would have known and and that's kind of the core heart of why I wrote the book to try to help other people hopefully not make the learning mistakes I did right or to help them knowledge that will kind of be a catalyst to
0: their success right I love that boy let me tell you because I've done nails for 26 years. It's, it's, it's a long time. That is a long was, time. Yeah. And it, pretty much back then when, so in Utah, they didn't have licensing until about maybe 2003 ish. I'm thinking, I can't remember the exact okay. year. They didn't have licensing. Like you could go take a nail class and you just started doing nails. So I took my first nail class wow. in 1993 and talk about, Wow. Putting yourself like, okay, well, here we go. I don't know, like one nail class and I'm, I'm doing nails. We know how vast it is to do nails. There's so much to it. And you're just like out there going, well, I'm self-taught. I'm trying to figure this out. Let's see if I can do it. And so there's so much to know. And as you know, right now, I'm apprenticing a few girls and I love teaching. I'm an educator. I'm an ambassador for So Gel Nails. So I do lots of teaching and lots of educating and I love it. I actually taught at the first college. When, when Utah passed licensing, the college obviously was going to need a nail no instructor. So I reached out to them and I said, hey, now that they're passing licensing, are you looking for instructors? They said yes. And so I went and took my test and jumped all over it, right? So I've always loved teaching, love but you, you know, it's really hard each state. We all, we know every state is different with different hours and stuff. And, but it's really hard to teach somebody everything they need to know about nails in that amount of hours. It's just impossible. It's not, it's impossible. Right. And you know, I hear right. over and over and over again, now techs say, I don't feel like I learned anything in school. I feel like, I just learned how to pass my state boards and I'm like, well, basically that's all that the instructors have time to teach you is how to to pass your state boards. Like if you really get a true good education, like you are one of the very lucky ones because there's just not a lot of time. And I'm hoping in the future, the licensing will change a little bit because it needs to be, you know, it's, it's just hard to give somebody everything. So that is why I love this book too, is because, okay, first of all, Katie, when she moved to St. George, she looked me up and she was like, Hey, I would really like to meet you. And can we go to lunch? And, and I was just like, what? Um, what? I'm telling my husband, somebody wants to meet me and they want to have lunch. And she's an author of this book and everything. And I was just like, what is happening? So it was so cool. And I've read the book, obviously. I got it. You signed a copy for me. It was awesome. And I read it. And it's great because tell us a little bit about the book. Like, why did you decide to write it? And what kind of things are talked about in the book? that you felt were really important to, to have out there, to have this, basically this manual for nail techs that just get done with school or whatever. Like, I love the topics, but talk about it a little bit. What are the different topics and why did you decide that? So I
1: think one of the reasons mostly that I decided to write the book is I was looking for a way to get to a larger group of audience and not be limited to just online. The book is available in paper book, it's digital. You know, I wanted to not limit it to local or national but right. have it be internationally accessible. And so that was one of the biggest drives because there's a lot of people who who are willing to learn they are craving and hungry for the information. Right. But when I went to find some of that information when I was going through my own like journey Becky there was very limited information I felt like mm-hmm. there was and what information I did find it seemed very limited as to right. how long ago it was published like it's from the 80s I don't know that this is going to be relative to day and age and how quickly those dynamics change and logistics and all those types of things. So yeah. the best way I thought to do that was to take it into my own hands and share what I've learned. Right. Wishing that there was a resource back then realizing there's not. And so, well, let's make it happen. Start that resource now and have it be available. I think one of the most, all the chapters are really unique in what they have to offer, but I think if you're just barely finishing school, the best one is the first chapter because it's all about making sure that this is a good move for you. What things to take into consideration if you're deciding to do I do my own nail business from home? Do I rent a booth? Do I work for someone because there's great options out there? Do you do a mobile service, you know? And right. so it kind of on some of those basic logistics to keep in mind and right. what's involved in that from branding to Cost to advertising, all those basic ballooned essentials. So it's kind of like a a mini encompassing circle of all the things to take in consideration. Yeah. Because sometimes I think it's like when you're when you're brand new at something, how do you know what questions to even ask? Right. I know when I've learned something new, it's like, oh, well, I know I'll have questions, but until I'm further into the process, I don't really know what to ask. And so having that perspective from someone like you or myself who has been in those shoes already. Mm-hmm. We know more questions. And so I was able to share that with others of what I had learned or wish, what I wish I would have known when I was looking for those answers. Right.
0: And there are so many good things. Cause it's kind of like, Hey, okay. You're licensed. You're a nail tech now. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, and <laughs> like you said, there's booth rent, there's commission you know, versus like employee versus not an employee, what does that mean? What, what, if I'm working for myself, what do I need? I need insurance. I need, you know, it's like, I do my own taxes. I'm, I, I collect my own money. I, you know, and even salon owners, there's some still salon owners that are clueless on this, that they are doing the wrong thing. They're saying you're a booth runner, but they're doing certain things like buying the products or, you know, it's like, you don't understand all of that. And some, like I said, salon owners don't understand it either. And so it's good for you to know and have this book to be like, oh, okay, well, if I'm a booth renter, they really can't tell me when I can be there or when I, you know what I'm saying? I have access to the building. I'm supposed to have this or this and they can't tell me, you know, whatever. And if I'm a commission, they're supposed to be buying all my supplies for me. You know, Mm -hmm. like Uh, some people don't know you don't know all these things, you know, um, I'm trying to think what, so you, you do start even at the beginning about talking about, you know, choosing a nail school and that's important. So that's great for even this book is great for somebody that's even thinking about wanting to become an nail tech. Because you talk about the difference between, you know, finding the right school, the right fit for you, you know, go and interview that school and see if it, you know, take it towards, you know, ask them how things work before you commit to doing that. I know um, me as an apprentice, I've had girls that have just, they've stalked me on social media. They've, you know, they've, they've watched what I've done and it's like. I want her to teach me. She's professional. She she runs her pages professional. She she looks like a business woman. She knows what she's doing. You know, so there's many ways you can have an apprenticeship where that means you go and you shadow in a salon with an instructor, still has to be a licensed instructor, right. you do a little bit more hours, but you're actually there seeing what an tech does day in and day out as Oh, running a business. My girls get to see everything. They get to see how do you rebook clients? How do you interact with your clients? How do you handle uncomfortable situations?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, how
0: do you sanitize? How do you do all those things? So you need to really investigate before you decide of where you even want to go to school. So that is a great chapter. It t- you talk about starting a home business. Like, what do you need to do for that? What's the daily business life? It's another chapter. Making the money. The tax monster is another chapter. Chapter seven. Yes. Like we don't, they don't teach you that in school. Like, no. How do you do your taxes? Like how do you what how you do?
1: Right. Well, how do you know what off? Like it's those things that you learn as you do it. But this is a
0: great way to just have it there for you, and it has it as a guide. Yeah, it's it's a great guide. You know, networking, social media, joy in the journey, continuing your education. So you know, and that's a very important thing. And I I tell everyone every time I teach, I'm like. What you do after nail school is going to make you the nail tech that you are. You don't stop learning. You don't stop learning. 26 years later, I'm still taking classes and I'm an instructor because I'm never going to know everything. Well, and that's the exciting
1: thing too. Like I talked about people who like crave learning and like, it's it's not only a, a, a learning thing, but it's your competitive edge. Right. You know, things are constantly being, <laughs> shellac when I was in school was brand new from C&D. Nobody right. had heard of it. It's this hybrid, non-polish, curable, soak off. And now you have IBX and all these other brands out there. And it's like, you have to stay on top of all these trends and things that are happening and the safety factors. I mean, we're dealing with chemicals. You're dealing with anatomy, biology. As new information comes yes. out, you want to be that, expertise for
0: your clients that's part of your value and things are constantly changing on the end of even like your state like recently the state sent out you know notifications of your files for utah are one-time use only use them chuck them you can't you know you can't keep them you've got to throw them away recently they just sent out another email saying if you use acrylic you now have to have a certain extractor that not only takes in the dust, but takes in the fumes just at each individual nail desk, you know, yeah. and hard gel is just more and more popular. And it's just, you have to keep up on those things. You get lost and you won't stay ahead of the game to have a good, successful business. You got to put in the work, you got to be knowledgeable and you can't ever stop on your education. Yeah. Ever.
1: And I think part of that education is safety. Like that's why these laws change as they right. learn things or, you know, some things happen. And we care about our clients. We're right. passionate. That's why we're in the field. And
0: so a huge part of that is the safety of our clients. It really is. Ourselves and our clients, 100%.
1: You work hard, build business, your brand, it's
0: everything. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about, like, how did you, okay, so you had this passion. You started thinking, I wanted to get it out there on a bigger scale, but. What yeah. does somebody do when they think about, like, I would like to publish a book? Like, where do you even start? Like, what did <laughs> you, how do you do that? Like, where do you go? What resources? How did you do that? Just tell us, like, I'm I'm baffled, yeah. like, because I've always thought about that. I've been like, not, I've been like, oh, I would i uh-huh. to write a little children's book. But I'm like, well, what do you do? And I know Google, we could probably find all this information. But since you're here and you've done it, why don't you wow. tell us how you do it? I love that you asked this
1: question because guess what? This was my first book I've ever written, ever published. So right. it was a very big learning skill, just like, you know, sharing this book was. Right. Um, one of the first things other than looking online, I, I went and looked in my direct community. I think there's a beauty of connection and community mm-hmm. and that are right there on a local level. And so I actually um, went to my local library to see if there was anything going on because that's literature. Where else would you find books, you know? I found out that they were hosting live authors where you could interact and talk with authors. And I went to this event. I networked with about seven published authors and they're from all over the nation. So some were local. there living. This was up in Salt Lake at the time, but these happen at libraries everywhere. And you know, you could go to your bookstores, your Barnes and Nobles, see if they're having any authors coming. And I got insights from both nonfiction and fiction Right. Even though my book is non fiction, I wanted to know the differences to have something apples to apples to compare. Then I started looking at other events online that were going on. I found one that was at a college. For this one, it was at Salt Lake Community College, but you could look at any city that you're living in, talk to the universities and see, do they have edi- editing classes? Do they have special guest speakers who have done this multiple times? So the one I went to in Salt Lake, Uh, It was a gentleman, he's published over 40 books. He does trainings, he does mentoring, you know, networking, mentoring, all those types of things are going to be helpful in the process. Right. And just continuing to bubble out from there. So working with him directly, he was a wonderful mentor for me. He gave me a lot of good constructive feedback, things that you think. So we're always a little bit biased as, as human beings. We love whatever we do. Right. But the beauty of it is when we get perspectives from other people, especially those who have done it, People who are successful and passionate about something want to share that passion and they want to see others succeed. Like you and me, that's why you do yes. mentoring. That's why you do.
0: Eight, eight, like,
1: yeah. Yeah. We love it. We just yeah. want to share it. the big purpose of life. So he was phenomenal to work with. He would really say, you know, I get why you're doing this, but your audience is looking at it this way. Let's restructure this. So I learned a lot working one-on-one just like, the gals that you're doing internships with it's face-to-face direct interaction that I think for me myself, I grew the largest in yes. And to have that direct feedback was just priceless from there. I found out on Facebook and you can do this again, no matter what city or state you're in, a lot of them will have literacy blogs or literacy Facebook pages where you can join for Utah. It's like the the local league Mm -hmm. of Utah writers Okay. And I went to the events that they held next and networked with even more people and got even more feedback. And so it just kind of, you know, start somewhere simple, start small, local level. Right. And let it grow from there, wherever it's going to go. And I'm still on that blog, you know, when it came to getting my copyright done, I reached out again and said, Hey, you guys, first time getting my copyright. Give me your advice. What do You I know, do? what's your recommendation? Yeah. So I think a big part of learning is maybe going out of comfort zone putting yourself into new environments and then being open enough to know that you can learn from others right and and to have that willingness it, i think it's a bit of a heart and mindset man if you can do that you
0: can do anything every aspect of our lives though it it, it all it's all connected right. to the same thing because if you want to know how to do something better go to somebody that knows better than you, right? Go to the expert, go to an instructor, an educator, and guess what? Be vulnerable and say, Hey, I don't know how to do this. You know, it's like, I tell my, my students, you know, I'm like, you've got to ask the questions. No question is dumb because you're learning and if, if I don't know, I might not, not know what you're asking me. And if I don't, I will send you to the person that will know or I will find those answers for you. But you've yeah. got to ask the questions and go to somebody that's better than you, that's done it longer than you. And there's no better way to learn.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that.
0: Yeah, just be vulnerable and ask the questions because you're just going to grow, you're going to become better. So I am very impressed that you did the work to try to find out how to do a book. I think it's just stinking amazing. And I'm am so, so happy to know you. And I just applaud you for that because it's an amazing thing that you've done. And and you should be very, very proud of this. So I want to, I, I'm so excited because she's going to give away three copies of this book, guys. We're going to give away three yeah. copies of this book. So we're going to tell you a little bit. First of all, let's tell everybody where they can find you on social media, first of all. Okay. So, give us your different links, your different outlets, what, what you've got, so they know how to find you and hopefully follow yes. you and how they can get a hold of you if they have any questions that aren't in the book. And then I want you to tell them where they can purchase the book at. And then okay. we'll talk about what they need to do to enter to win the three copies. How about that? Sounds great. All right. So, a
1: few places that you can find me one is my nail salon website, which is sugarandspiceservices.com. And then another one is Katie Hancock, which is going to be my website for just my book. Um, I do classes, mentoring, um, help people out on a one-to-one basis, doing phone calls, things like that as well. Uh, So you can go to that website, katiehancock.com. On social media, you can find me. I have two pages. I have a page for my uh, nail salon, which is just sugar and spice services again. And then I have Start to Success, a nail technician's guide into the industry. I know it's lengthy, but you won't miss it. It'll come right better. up at all, right? <laughs> yeah. So make sure to check it. You can like the page, um, open discussions. I respond back to any emails, any social media responses. I love interacting with my my readers and things like that. You can also follow me on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. So sugar and spice services for all the social media plugs. Um, You can purchase the book on katiehancock.com. You can purchase the book on Amazon, both digitally or hard copy. Um, And then you can also purchase the book on my Sugar and Spice website.
0: So I have links on all three. So easy peasy. I love it. So, guys, I want you to look her up, find her, follow her, message her if you have any questions. Buy this book. Buy this book, guys. It's awesome. It's awesome to refer to and to have on hand. Um, And then we're going to do three giveaways. So what we're going to do is you'll have to go, first of all, subscribe to the podcast. So this Tribe Nail Tech Podcast. I'm so happy you're here please subscribe to this podcast. That's your very first thing to do. Then you can go to www.nailteched.com. That is my website where I host all my online education. So all my nail classes that are online are on there. And then my tribe nail tech wear. So I have lots of apparel for nail tech. So check that out, but you'll need to click on that. And then you'll have to fill out the, your email and stuff, do a subscribe there. So that's how you will get entered on my end. And then you'll, Katie will tell you what you need to do on her end. Yeah. I'm going to try to show you on my computer. So hopefully you'll see this okay. Okay. So this is the website,
1: katiehancock.com. And if you just scroll down, this is where you can purchase the book right there. And then this is where you can contact me and I can interact with you if you have questions, concerns, and then it has my other services there as well.
0: So. Okay. So they just sit on there and send you a little message or something and okay, great. And then make sure you check out my other social media outlets, which are Nailed by Becky Bunnell on Facebook and Instagram. So I would love a follow on both of those. And today's episode is sponsored by Sojel Nails and you can find them at sojelnels.com. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to either one of us. And I really appreciate you listening. Katie, thank you so much for being here today. I really am I'm just honored to have you on here. And I love your book. And I'm so, so <laughs> proud. You should be so proud. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Katie. Well, well, my pleasure. pleasure. Thanks. <laughs>